This is the High School Football America podcast for May the 19th, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability and faster speed than Huddle Sideline. Plus, GameStrat has outstanding customer service along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. And right now, GameStrat is offering a discount of up to $200, which means it's cheaper than Huddle Sideline. Plus, GameStrat is making it risk-free. If you make the switch now and there isn't a 2020 high school football season your money will roll right into 2021 no risk and you can't beat that but you have to act now or by june the 30th to get a demo go to gamestrat.com or click on the gamestrat banner ad located on every page of highschoolfootballamerica.com well, it's not very often that I get to uh, go back to my uh, my hometown area. I always say Pennsylvania is my hometown area, but today we're going to zero in on the Lehigh Valley and specifically the Easton area, which is really, truly my hometown. Although uh, somebody reminded me the other day when I said Easton, he said, well, you went to Wilson, Jeff. Easton's just the town. I'm like, oh, come on, people, just calm down here. <laughs> but anyway, we've got a, a nice conversation coming up here with uh, Jeff McCann. He's been on the show before. He is the executive director of the Athlete Foundation, and it's an organization that uh, works around the country doing really great work uh, with high school students. They've got a great event coming up here on Wednesday that uh, Jeff's going to talk about, but uh, as we bring him in here, we're going to kind of remind everybody what uh, the Afterlife Foundation does, and he's going to do a great job with that, wrapping it up, and then we'll talk about uh, this really big event that's uh, coming up on Wednesday, virtually, of course, because we, we've got to keep our distance still. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to somebody from the Lehigh Valley. appreciate you having me on. Thank yeah. you. And and you're one of the few people that won't make fun of my dumb Dutchman accent or anything like that since you <laughs> we we all sort yeah, of speak we, like that. <laughs> yeah. We don't know we have accents when when you're here. Nobody oh, knows. Oh well I, I always like telling the story and I keep throwing it out there and rubbing it in when I came to Atlanta the first time, uh, which was right after really basically I left the Lehigh Valley after Chicago and uh somebody said to me, You're a you're a Yankee and I said, No, I'm a Red Sox fan. He said, No, 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 I'm talking about that accent. You're a Yankee. So anyway, I, I, <laughs> I and, and they're serious about it too. But anyway, as we as we move on to what we're here for, uh let's start, you know, at the very beginning since it's been probably uh, eight or nine years since you've been on the, the show here. Uh, let's just talk about the Athlete Foundation and what it does and all the good it does around the nation. So, so Jeff, the Athlete Foundation was created in uh, the spring of 2010 uh, to really kind of take um, a concept that has worked extensively in higher education and bring it to secondary education. And and that's the concept of academic athletic coaching and student-athlete development. Uh, that profession exists uh, across every Division One, II, some junior colleges, HBCUs, all around the country, and has been in existence for almost 50 years. And over the last two decades, we've seen such significant impact when this kind of position, this academic athletic coach, is in place at a high school it can really add benefits to the school, not only just for the student athletes, you know, but the school at large. You know, so we've been working now at this for, for 10 years with our platform, and we really help schools create and sustain this position in a number of different ways. Sometimes we'll have grant funding to help them seed it, um, and, and often more 
more than not, it's the training and professional development and best practice sharing that really helps the schools sometimes create this position on their own and just have a place to really link to and, and legitimize the profession. So I hope that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've helped over 75 schools in the last 10 years uh, get the position up and running in 13 different states and in Washington, D.C. area. You know, so it's been it's been pretty great to see. And we feel like we're, you know, very close to really pushing this thing to the next level. So we're, we're excited about, you know, the prospects of what lay in front of us, despite, you know, the challenges that we're all currently in. Yeah, and, and you know, the one thing that, and, and folks, Jeff and I actually talked, uh, I guess, about a week ago, setting up this interview, and one of the things we discussed, and I, I've seen it around the country in various schools, when it comes to these academic athletic coaches, I, I, I think most times, Jeff, and I don't know if you agree with me or disagree, but I think most people, when they hear that, they're like, oh, it's only about keeping kids, you know, eligible to play the game, blah, 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 but that's really not the case, and what I found in my own personal experience, and I want to hear what, you know, you think about this and what you've seen is it, it 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 is a academics first and b it kind of spreads out from the, the the football program throughout the school and I think you touched on that a little bit at the beginning but give us your own personal experience on on how this really helps the academic side of things. Yeah, so we, we we're grounded in positive youth development through sport philosophy and theory and training and part of prescribing to that philosophy is we say all the time problem free does not mean prepared for the future so what a wonderful opportunity you know high school sports presents we we all talk about this all the time sports can teach you these life lessons and you know but we're we find that unless you're very purposeful and intentional about that then a lot of those lessons you know don't stick you know so you know, with the academic athletic coach piece, it's, you know, right. The academic piece, you know, starts to become very prevalent and important. And for a lot of student athletes, that's natural. Um, but there's also this wellness and life skills and leadership and career development aspect to the position, you know, that really can help a kid be prepared for the next step when they leave high school, whether they pursue their sports career or not in college. You know, we, we know that that's a byproduct of sport participation and some of the work that we do, you know, but the large majority of kids that are in the high schools where these positions exist currently and beyond that, are, they're just going to go to college or they're going to go pursue uh, a career or make other options available for them based on what they've learned about themselves through this right kind of sport experience uh, at the high school level. Yeah, and and putting that transition in their mind from student athlete to you know maybe a collegiate athlete, maybe not as you said, and I think that's so important to a young man uh, these days. Uh, Jeff McCann, he is the executive director of the Athlete Foundation. Uh, again, doing wonderful work around the country. We're going to talk about one of the events they have coming up on Wednesday. Um, but you know, one of the things that I really liked is you were talking to me last week and ex you know explaining where you've expanded over the last seven or eight years since we last spoke was you know this platform 
platform is going into some areas where this is really needed. And I don't know if I like using the term bad area, but I, I guess we use that to make it make sense. But at the end of the day, you know, you guys are going in and helping kids that, you know, may not, you know, you may have a, a situation where a kid doesn't have a, a, a dad, a mom, maybe being raised by grandparents and all that. So talk a little bit about that. Is that, is that a, a, an intentional focus for, for your organization? Yeah, absolutely. That's where we lead. And together with some of our funding partners, um, you know, that, that is this, the, the scope. It's to really target deserving kids from challenged communities. And, you know, that's really where, you know, this starts. Um, but honestly, like we, we believe in the rising tide lifts all boats theory as well. So, you know, everybody's welcome. Um, it's when we have the geographic funding uh, partners where we really target, you know, but that's where we want to be exactly, Jeff. And, you know, we, we see incredible results. Um, and, you know, it's, it's incredibly empowering to hear the stories out there and see the data impact across the schools uh, once they have this position in place. And as you mentioned earlier, this is beyond football. This isn't a football thing. This is schools identify primary target teams to work with male, female, you know, they choose how to begin to build their student athlete development program, you know, through this position in place. So they're empowered to create their own program that means something to their community and really inspire their students across the board. Yeah. You know, so that's a little bit of a different approach and kind of a packaged outside in program. We're more of a platform and we take this inside out uh, kind of approach to helping schools. Yeah, you, not, there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all, despite what people may want you to, to believe. Uh, Jeff McCann is on the line with us, the uh, the Athlete Foundation. We're talking about that. And, um, you know, and we want to get to the event coming up on Wednesday. And before I get to kind of the segue into that, you, you sort of mentioned it, that, you know, the stories you've been, you know, a part of over the course of over the course of a decade. Is there anything out there, one or two kind of short snippets you can kind of, you know, give to the list? here to understand things that put a smile on your face and keep you keep you happy to go to work every day yeah I, I think one of our uh, big blossoming stories that's ongoing comes out of Staten Island New York and Curtis High School and uh, a couple of years back uh, an assistant principal had uh, really had come out we were on a visit myself and our CEO John Harris and um, he came out of his office and gave my CEO a huge hug. And John's kind of looking at him. He's like, I'm giving you a hug because for the first time in comprehensive uh, public high school history on Staten Island, we had an over 80% graduation rate. And he had attributed mm -hmm. to the student athlete support program there, which is called Forward Pass and the work of the academic athletic coaches that were in place. So, I mean, it's, it is those kind of stories. And then, you know, some of the uh, individual accomplishments like here in the Lehigh Valley or small group, you know, several years back, uh, William Allen, their, their football program was having uh, some challenges with kids with post high school planning. And, you know, they made some adjustments and, you know, really drove that college planning and enrollment number up to over 85 percent 
uh, of their seniors that were, you know, going on to college. And, you know, in Allentown, PA, they also struggle with graduation rate as well. And, you know, we see this consistently across the board. It's graduation rates are always 95% or above the four-year grad rate for student athletes that are in this program. And again, I think there's a there's a myth out there that oh, it's you play sports, of course. It's <laughs> no, it's back to this. You need to have intention and you need to be very purposeful in what you do. So, if you imagine being in front of a, a room full of 60, 70, 80, whatever student athletes on a team, and the coach introduces this new coach who has nothing to do with on the field or on the court you change the dynamics and the expectations instantly. So that's the beginning of what we like to see or call, you know, the culture change effort that goes on inside of a school uh, where really it can ripple across not just the athletic department, but also impact the school in a positive way. Yeah, and I'm very familiar with the uh, the uh, Allen School District and the and the hurdles that uh, everyone has there, student athletes and, and just students in general. And I think one of the things that I like about your program is, uh, you know, the the word the phrase, excuse me, uh, peer pressure gets thrown around a lot. A lot of the work we do in the Chicago uh, underprivileged communities, you know, peer pressure results in bad things. Usually, they say that, but I think with what you're setting up here and the foundation that you're building, the peer pressure of you know is soon as you get one kid to buy into it then the peer pressure goes the other way right well so-and-so's got to get his grades up and then he, he kind of pushes the other kid i mean it's kind of like a, a domino effect snowball effect if you will i mean have, have you seen that in the past once once that light bulb goes on with some of these kids yeah absolutely and and then it becomes a more powerful asset and ally than any single adult or coach could even provide so the peer culture changing is the ultimate, you know, that then in turn allows the adults, the coaches to really dig in and, and develop even more for the kids, you know? So, you know, it, it does snowball, it will domino and it is a very, very powerful effect once it takes root. And, you know, we know this too, this, this takes time. Like, so Mm. I think for a lot of schools, when they, engage like we we let them know like go for this is you know they know it's going to be a long haul and we're going to go through some ups and downs but you know two or three years into it you know immediately they start seeing the impact but after that two or three year time period it really starts to take root um and then it becomes something that you know the school itself knows that they can't live without because it's having such a positive effect yeah and and that's what it's all about changing kids lives and getting them thinking in a different direction jeff mccann is on the line the executive director of the athlete foundation uh the website if you want to check it out is athlifefoundation.org i think i said this last time that's a tough one for my tongue for some reason i'm sitting there making fun <laughs> of my dumb dutchman but anyway the athlete foundation uh and it's dot uh, org you can check it out we'll put it up on the website as well so you can see and, and click to them and find out exactly what they're doing and i guess it's time to train transition we're talking about you know academic athletic coaches and all that but you're also doing some other things as you said it's a platform and uh what what better time to have a platform than during the coronavirus pandemic where we all can't get together and you guys have a pretty big event coming up on wednesday with some nfl players uh talk a little bit about that and what what you're attempting to do with this event yeah, so a couple of weeks back, I mean, we noticed that, you know, maybe last month we saw some of this activity out there in, in the world where, you know, some 
uh, high-profile people were dropping in on college classes virtually, picking up people's spirits, et cetera. And, you know, through our uh, parent organization, Half-Life Inc., we, we have this incredible network of professional and post-professional athletes um, that really respond when, you know, they're asked to do things. So we're like, hey, why don't we do something? And um, we started the what we call Half-Life Pro Day, where you know, we're matching up high schools to current and former professional athletes, and they drop in virtually on team meetings or virtual study halls or or a class. Um, a couple of weeks back, we had Jason Garrett, the offensive coordinator for the New York Giants now, and he dropped in on a class in Brooklyn, New York, James Madison High School, and it was half of a sport and statistics class, and half of it was the football team. So um, this kind of took off, and it really has an impact. The kids just are so appreciative of you know somebody taking time out of their day to talk to them. That's mm-hmm. not their teacher, like not their regular coach. It's you know, and and the messaging has been outstanding. Last week, Chris Manhurts, a tight end for the Carolina Panthers, dropped in on RS Central High School in North Carolina, um, and then of course we have this coming up on Wednesday where not so much of a drop-in, but multiple schools are going to be able to access this pro day panel. And it's being led by, uh, you know, tight end, former uh, Washington Redskin Vernon Davis, who also went to the University of Maryland. Uh, it's also being, uh, participation is also from uh, Phil Costa, who is a board member of the Athlete Foundation. Phil played for a number of years for the Dallas Cowboys, another University of Maryland grad. He actually wrote a book, um, the transition playbook for athletes and you know he's going to lead this panel discussion and then the third participant is Casso Nelson Jr. who's a second year NFL player so we're working right now to kind of have some high schools um, you know get to their junior senior sophomore freshman student athletes football it's called the pro day panel get the edge transition tips for high school football student athletes it's happening Wednesday May 20th at 3 30 virtually um and people can access that or find that through org, and this rests on our uh you know our, our resource platform which is the three ace connected community and you know that's where all the academic athletic coaches coaches and ad's and around the country are are locked in and really sharing resources and um really helping promote some of these opportunities for the kids and it, and it's neat too, and you know, we all have this kind of you know decompressed time, right? As we stay away from each other and all that, and you know, when 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 the news cycle is going like it is, a lot of times on ESPN you hear about all the bad athletes and all that, but you're getting also to see uh, on your side the 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 good side of athletes that give back. And and you mentioned Jason Garrett already, and you said he has uh, some some give back going on at uh, his alma mater there at, at Princeton. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, Jason Garrett, the Garrett, Jason Garrett Starfish Charities has been uh, involved with us for a number of years. For 18 years, they've done a football camp at Princeton University um, in June, uh, largely attended by schools that have academic athletic coaches that work with the Athlete Foundation. Uh, it's been a wonderful relationship. He and his wife, Brill, are just, you know, on, unbelievable people, uh, so giving and generous of, of their time and resources. 
Um, so since the last four years, they, they launched the scholarship campaign where they've given away over $140,000 in college scholarships to nice. kids that go to this camp. And they call it the Make a Difference Challenge, where kids have to create community service policy proposals and address a need in their community. And what we found is that when the kids do that, um, then they go back to school and implement the program plan. And it has a ripple effect that uh, you, know, you can't really put a price tag on. So, you know, it's incredible what they've done. It's incredible what they've ignited. And, you know, just being able to participate in a number of different things with them has really helped us elevate, especially up here um, in New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, and Connecticut. Those are the schools that have access to something like this. Very, very interesting, the platform that you've put together, the Athletic Foundation. Uh, Jeff McCann is the executive director. We're talking with him today. A um, couple of things going away here. Uh, people are listening and saying, wow, this is pretty cool. I'd love to, to get involved, whether it's a, a school or someone that may want to be a donor. Talk a little bit about the process of how they can get to work with you. Yeah, so I, I think hitting our website first, uh, it's org. Or you can email info at athlifefoundation.org, and that's A-T-H-L-I-F, as in Frank E, foundation.org. You can see a bunch of our resources on that website. It'll also help you connect to 3ACE, which is the Alliance for Academic Athletic Coaches and Educators, uh, which is a big part of this platform for resource sharing. Uh, so, you know, those are the best ways to kind of get involved and engage with us right away. And, you know, we're welcome and open to speaking with anybody that has an interest in helping create this profession in secondary education. It's the time has come. It's it's critically important. And, you know, we feel like we're on the cusp here of a really big national movement. Yeah, no. And, and that's what I wanted to kind of finish up a little bit with there, which, which would be, um, you know, how far do you see this going? I mean, obviously, there's what, 20,000 high schools in the country, you know, what, what, what would put a smile on your face if you had X percent? Do you have, you have a number in mind that you would love to see? I, I would love to see it in every school, because I think it's that important. But what, what's kind of a goal you think would be a good one to, to have in mind? Yeah, I think that number is quite large in our minds, um, you know, especially in, in the challenge communities. So if if we're able to get momentum in all the major cities and, and urban centers, I think, you know, that's really where we want to make sure that something like this exists, you know, but 20,000 sounds like a great number. I, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to change the landscape of secondary education. So, you know, look, once this becomes normalized and, you know, folks look at this position as, hey, we have a guidance counselor, we have a math teacher, we have an academic athletic coach, you know, that's where this needs to go. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, it's something that we know everybody that we've experienced that, that really digs in on it has tremendous success. So, you know, why not? So in order for us to do that, you know, 
20,000 is good, Jeff. I'm going <laughs> to sit there on that. Like we, we need everybody in the pool here. Yeah. Well, well, that's, we're here to help you as, as well. I mean, really, if you look at it, you know, it, you, obviously just like we do with a, you know, a, a smaller media company trying to make a difference on the national landscape, you're pushing this huge boulder up the hill, hoping it doesn't roll back over top of you. But when you get it to the top, it rolls down. And I think the top for you guys, if I've analyzed it right, is it could be almost a generational thing, right? You're going to need some kids that are being helped right now. You know, the us old fogies may not realize what, what good there is in an academic athletic coach, but the got kids that go through that, boys and girls that go through it and see the difference that it makes, take advantage of it, and now are back as adults, I think that's where you make the tipping point, right? Because now you don't have to sell them on the importance of an academic athletic coach. You're still in the process of kind of educating, right? But but once we get through, you know, 10 years down the line, I think it's – not that I'm going to say it's going to take 10, but you understand what I'm saying? I think that can make a <laughs> yeah. huge difference. Jeff's probably there. You're like, I yeah. like the 20. Why don't you shut up at 20, Jeff? <laughs> Are you happy yeah, at 20,000? No, well, 10 years is going to go by real quick, as we know. The older we get, right, it goes <laughs> by in a flash. So yeah. um, I'm sure we'll get there sooner rather than later. But you're absolutely right. We, you know, look at 10 years, and we're starting to see that. Like, yeah. you're you're already starting to see that. You know, you have young men and women out there that have come through these programs and that were created by their schools. And, you know, it's something where they can always reconnect back to it's, it's a sense of pride. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. We, you know, that's really when it starts to happen that second generation. Well, I hope it does. And uh, as I said, you know, I, uh, the, the, our platform is is here for you. And, uh, you know, I, I think I touched everything, but I, all I, want is, I always want to give uh, that person the opportunity at the end. If I didn't touch on something, anything I missed, any message you'd like going away from here? No, Jeff, I, I really appreciate you opening up to us here and, um, you know, helping promote our platform and our work. I, it's um, very grateful for that. And, yeah, look, we'll uh, we'll figure out what's next, and you know, we look forward to some of the things that are happening to end the school year virtually on the right note for a lot of kids out there right now that are trying to figure some things out. So, thank you. Uh, you're very welcome, and uh, you're always welcome to come back and talk about uh, the Athlete Foundation, whatever you want. Have a good evening. All right, you too, Jeff. Thanks. Take care. Bye bye. And that's today's High School Football America podcast brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability and faster speed than huddle sideline. Plus, GameStrat has outstanding customer service along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. And right now, GameStrat is offering a discount of up to $200, which means it's cheaper than huddle sideline. Plus, GameStrat is making it risk-free for you coaches out there. If you make the switch now and there isn't a 20 2020 season your money rolls right into 2021 no risk and you can't beat that all you have to do is make sure you act by june the 30th to get a demo go to gamestrap.com or click on the gamestrap banner ad located on every page of highschoolfootballamerica.com i'm jeff fisher and you've been listening to the high school football america podcast